0: Chapter Eleven of *The Spanish Cavalier* by Charlotte Maria Tucker. This box recording is in the public domain. By and Simonides. Chapter Eleven, Failure. Lucius was dizzy from want of sleep when he left the mansion of the Aguilarites and went forth into the fresh morning air, but he had no time for repose. He could but partake of a simple breakfast at his lodging before beginning the week's work in the Calle San Francisco lapine's presence in the counting-house and factory was now more indispensable than usual as he would at least till a substitute could be found for alcala have to do the young spaniard's work in addition to his own the mind of lucius Lepine was very full of his friend what he had seen of the interior of the fine old house in the calle de san jose had made lucius sure of what he had long suspected that alcala de aguilera though of high lineage and aristocratic bearing was yet exceedingly poor Lucius doubted that the wounded man's family would be able to procure for him even the common comforts which his exhausted state required. Never had Lapine been more tempted to wish himself rich. He could give no further pecuniary help. He had cut down already to a very narrow limit his own personal expenses. His savings had been lately forwarded to pay for a brother's schooling. Lucius saw no way of supplying the need of Alcala unless he could interest his employer in behalf of his friend. Mr. Passmore had a well-filled purse, his business profits were large and the disbursement of twenty thirty or fifty doubloons would not alter his style of living or cause the absence of one dainty from his luxurious table but peter passmore was not a man from whom it was pleasant to ask a favour or easy to draw a donation lucius when he made up his mind to plead for assistance for a calla was doing for his friend a thing which nothing short of starvation would have induced him to do for himself the had been for two hours in the counting-house before he heard the heavy step and puffing breathing of master passmore see your friend the picador was yesterday carried home dead was the first sentence with which the master of the ironworks greeted his clerk not dead sir i am thankful to say but gordon sorely injured was the reply how he escaped with his life is a miracle said the manufacturer but of course the chulos went to his help it was indeed a sight to make one's hold one's breath the bull a magnificent brute rushed on with the force of a steam engine the horse received the goring thrust, full in his chest, so it was put at once out of pain, more lucky than the wretched hacks usually are. Of all barbarous sports invented by man or by demon, bull-fighting is, to my mind, the most atrocious. The sufferings which I witnessed last night, said Lucius, make me more ready than ever to subscribe to that opinion. And he gave it a graphic description of what he had seen in the Calle de San Jose, but as briefly as possible, for Passmore was never a patient listener, at least to the tale of others' woe but the glimpse given by Lucius of the poverty of Alcala's home made the manufacturer more indignant than ever. "'Not the means of getting comforts!' he exclaimed, striking his flabby hand on the desk. "'Then why, in the name of common sense, did the madman, when in the receipt of a handsome salary, punctually paid, choose to ruin not only himself, but his family, in order to gratify some fantastic, most incomprehensible whim of his own?' "'I understand that Aguilera had a, some mistaken idea of honor," began Lucius, but his employer would not suffer him to finish his sentence. Honor. Again, nonsense exclaimed mr passmore what has a clerk in an ironware factory to do with honour now you need to not fire up young man the blow does not hit you my notion of true honour is for a man to pay his way and earn his pay and i am satisfied that you do both but for this wretched spanish pride i have no patience it is anything but honourable in a man to take the bread from the mouths of his family by squandering all his money on finery only fit for the stage it is anything but honourable to cheat his employer by spending on bull-sticking the time which should have been given to bookkeeping a much wiser safer and to any man with an atom of sense a far more agreeable employment lucius saw that it was utterly useless to attempt to draw a single dollar from mr Passport for the relief of the aguileras he was disappointed but scarcely surprised it was impossible to refute what the manufacturer had said however unpalatable the truth might be conveyed in a manner so coarse another disappointment awaited lucius lepine after a day of unusual toil rendered more irksome by the heat of the weather acting on a frame wearied by a long night of watching lucius as soon as his work was done set out for the calle de san jose he was anxious to know the state of his friend and again take his place by his bedside should the improvement in alcala's state continue and lucius who was hopeful by nature regarded recovery as probable what opportunities there would be during his convalescence for quiet religious converse? lucius felt that he could and would say by the bedside what he could not say in the counting-horse or the prado Aguilera would have to pass many long, weary hours of confinement in his apartment, and then his mind would be free to receive the good seed of the word. Into how rich a soil, thought the young Englishman, that seed will be dropped, and who can estimate what may be the result, not only to Alcala, but to others whom he may influence. The man who dared face a horrible death for love or honor must become a Christian hero if once he embraced evangelical truth. It was with a feeling of triumph that made him forget for a while personal weariness and anxiety for his friend, the Lucius glanced again at the placard-covered fording which had arrested his attention on the Saturday night preceding the bullfight. The invitation to the Plaza de Toros had either been torn down as out of date or covered with more recent advertisements. The charge from the Bishop of Cadiz, and all the clearness of his black type, remained there still. Lucius smiled as the thought that he himself was about to join the band of those who were attacking Rome in a stronghold. His second attempt to strike at superstitious error was, he trusted, not likely to end like his first. Lucius sound found himself at the entrance of the Aguilera mansion. The grating at the end of the arch passage was shut, which it had not been on the occasions of his two previous visits. The Englishman rang gently, but his summons remained unanswered. He rang again rather more loudly, and then walked up to the grating. He heard a heavy step crossing the patio, and through the perforated iron screen which divided them saw the bent form of Teresa approaching him. "'How the senor?' inquired Lucius. "'Better, thanks to the blessed Santa Veronica,' a lock of whose holy hair has been under the caballero's pillow was the old woman's reply pray open the gate i have come to nurse your master tonight." night the caballero wants none of your nursing exclaimed teresa in her harshest tone and if you wait till i open the gate for you why you may stand there till the guile runs dry away with you and your white judaism to have the like of you prowling about sick men's beds is enough to make the bones of good old torquemada shake in the grave teresa's form vanished from behind the grating and lucius not a little annoyed at this unexpected obstacle his intercourse with alcala returned to his cheerless lodging evening after evening the young englishman renewed his attempt to gain admission into the mansion of de aguilera but always with a similar result in vain he hoped for a sight of the senorita she at least he believed would not shut out the friend of her brother lucius saw no one during repeated visits but the bandy-legged ill-favoured chico or the fanatic teresa the latter as jealously guarded the entrance to forbidden ground as ever did fabled dragon of old as regarded chico the case was different Lucius more than suspected that when this servant entered his summons, the grating might have been locked by means of a silver key. But Lucius was too poor to give bribes, and the disappointed Chico became almost as rude as Teresa herself. The young foreigner only exposed himself to insult and abuse by his attempts to visit Alcala. "'It is my just punishment for former neglect of a clear duty,' said Lucius to himself on evening as he turned from the Moorish archway. "'There was a time when an open gate was just before me, but now the gate is shut. End of chapter eleven recording by Esther and Simonides